Welcome to another episode of Cases for Freedom. I'm your host, Trevor Spencer, and I'm very grateful for your support, um, for subscribing to Club Constitution and being a member of Club Constitution here. Um, feel free to like uh, these videos or share them with your friends on the internet, probably via email. Most of this stuff is getting pulled off of Facebook, uh, getting pulled off of Google um, and uh, Instagram as well, which is Facebook now or has been for a long time, and I guess they're breaking it up. But um, you know, I really depend on uh, the the support of the subscribers here and sharing the word because, uh, to be honest, a lot of our ads are completely censored, um, removed. Um, I'll put some some posts up uh, on social media if I can, I guess, um, and I'll share on in my email threads about what's going on with the fault with our subscribers here. Um, but you know, just today. Uh, or last night I tried to put up a Facebook ad, it got blocked, rejected, uh, because it talks about restoring the Constitution. And apparently uh, they consider that highly political and they don't let people run political ads anymore. According to Facebook, that's that's their uh, their newest policy. They're saying that it's for uh, until the election finishes or whatever, and or the you know until we uh, have official results or you know a new inauguration. Um, so, anyways, just. It really helps uh, sharing this with your friends and family members. Um, and with that, I will go ahead and jump into uh, the episode here. So today's episode, we are uh, talking about um, whether or not God believes in the Constitution of America, uh, whether or not that matters uh, to the Christian God, the, the God Christ, or, or Jesus Christ, as, as we know him. Um, and so I have a couple of scriptures that... I'm going to go through here, um, and, and I, I think hopefully this video isn't contentious in any way. Um, I've asked and I've prayed that the, the right message will come through because these are some pretty intense times a little bit, um, and a lot of people take, you know, talking about the restoration of the Constitution or, you know, talking about, you know, individuals or groups trying to overthrow the Constitution with some sort of a, a new order, if you will, of government. Um then, you know, that, that can start to feel a little kooky, conspiracy, freaky, spooky. And so, you know, I just kind of shake it all off, get all that out of there and realize that there, there are and have always been legitimate threats to the Constitution of America. That's kind of what happens when you have a light is there's going to be opposition to that light or darkness. Um, and so this is nothing new. We don't have to be too afraid and all things are, are possible with God. Um, and so if we believe that we can, uh, we can have uh, discernment and understanding, um, then we can, we can definitely not be too freaked out or spooked out. So hopefully that helps. And as we go through this, it, uh, and you start to see parallels with some of our modern day uh, events, that you will be able to uh, not be afraid, but be filled with the spirit of, of Christ and be able to uh, not not be afraid, right? The spirit of, of fear is is not of God. He does not want you to uh, to be cowardly um, or afraid to speak truth. And so, <clears throat> with that, um, I'll just go ahead and jump in here. Um, Doctrine and Covenants 101. Uh, you know, for anyone who is unfamiliar with Doctrine and Covenants, it's a book of canon, uh, canonized scriptures. Um, it's a bunch of modern day revelations from like the 1800s on, um, all the way up into the, you know, kind of middle of 1900s. Um, and it's, uh, an LDS or a Latter-day Saint or a Mormon, 
uh, book of scripture, if you will. And so as I read through this, um, you know, just kind of be thinking about what you're seeing today uh, with, with uh, you know, our modern events and, and things of that nature um, and see if there's parallels there. So let's go ahead and read. Um, Therefore, it is not right that any man should be in bondage. This is 101 uh, verse 79. It is not right that any man should be in bondage one to another. Uh, the Lord does not like iniquity, apparently. Um, and for this purpose, I have established the constitution of this land by the hands of wise men whom I raised up unto this very purpose and redeemed the land by the shedding of blood. Now unto what uh, shall I liken the children of Zion? Um, I will liken them. Well, before I go into 81, I'll just stop there. At the end of verse 80, you know, right out of the gates, you know, if you if you have a testimony of, of modern revelation, and if you have a testimony that the Constitution uh, is, is set apart, um, you start to see the world and what's happening today in it very differently. And it starts to become more of a kind of a what are we going to deal with type of thing every day when you wake up, right? What are we going to see today challenge what God has established, his constitution? Um, and so when we, when we look at it from that angle, it starts to become <clears throat> a lot different. And, you know, to be honest, that's kind of where I got, I don't know, probably half a decade ago or so. Um, you know, I always kind of grew up around Mormon people always kind of understood their belief system. And, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a, a devout Christian um, and I believe in, in the Book of Mormon. Um, I'm not sure that I believe with all the political things that happen in the church and, and I don't, without going into that, it's not necessarily important. Um, but it's, if you look at DNC through the lens of what's happening today, we start to understand that, <clears throat> you know, everything is being, challenge that God has appointed. And, you know, there, there is real adversity to how he believes, uh, based on what we're reading here, what he believes uh, is the, the proper way for us to live with one another um, as, you know, as neighbors, as members of the same society. Um, this is how God has appointed us. So, you know, going back to 79, it says, you know, that it is not right uh, that any man should be in bondage one to another. You know, if you go to the Sermon on the Mount in the New Testament, the two greatest commandments are to love God and to love thy neighbor as thyself. And so if we look at the Constitution as a framework for how to facilitate people being able to live those two greatest commandments, we start to understand that it's because God hates iniquity. He hates when men or any of us put another person in bondage, when we, we don't give them equity over their lives to be able to choose for themselves. So if we don't have equity, how are we able to, to treat one another the way we like to be treated, right? If we don't have the freedom of choice, that becomes very challenging and inequity itself breaks the two greatest commandments as well. So for this purpose, God has established the constitution of this land 
So I would say, yeah, yeah. I would say reading this, God cares a decent amount. And so let's read on, right? What are we, what are we supposed to do if we actually, uh, if we want to be considered uh, the children of Zion here, if we want to be considered his, his children? And it says that in verse 81, he says, I will liken them, the children of Zion, unto the parable of a woman and the unjust judge. For men ought not always to pray and not not to faint, which saith, there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. That judge, he didn't care about a lot. He kind of just, he, he didn't care about people and he didn't care about doing right. He's breaking the two, two commandments, uh, the two greatest commandments there. And it says, and there was a widow in that city. And she came unto him saying, avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. So, you know, basically this lady just annoyed the guy, you know, annoyed the judge constantly. And so, you know, when someone doesn't care about other people or even care about doing right by God, then, <clears throat> you know, apparently the only thing they care about is not themselves being troubled and annoyed. And so that's, there's a, a lesson to be learned there, I guess. And it says, uh, thus will I liken the children of Zion. Let them importune at the feet of the judge. And if he heed them not, let them importune at the feet of the governor. And if the governor heed them not, let them importune at the feet of the president. And if the president heed them not, then will the Lord arise and come forth out of his hiding place, and in his fury vex the nation. Uh, I'll, I'll read on here in 90 as well. And in his hot displeasure, one of my favorite phrases ever, um, in his hot displeasure, and in his fierce anger, in his time will cut off those wicked, unfaithful, and unjust stewards, and appoint them their portion among hypocrites, and unbelievers, kind of a, a rough crew to roll with, if you ask me. Even in outer darkness, where there is weeping and wailing and the good old gnashing of teeth. Pray ye, therefore, that their ears may be opened unto your cries, that I may be merciful unto them, that these things may not come upon them. What I have said unto you must needs be that all men may be left without excuse. Meaning, God not only cares about the Constitution and not only appointed good men to establish his Constitution on this land, but he expects us to be defenders of that Constitution. If we, if we want to be considered his children or the children of Zion, then we absolutely are supposed to be like the widow to the judge. We're supposed to be like the widow, or you know, the widow in the parable here. Um, we're supposed to go to every official and give them the the good news, if you will, and defend the Constitution and tell them why the Constitution is important. Tell them why we need to defend the Constitution because it protects against bondage, one man to another, or iniquity. 
and you know iniquity and bondage uh, you know, that's a, that's a bad place to be when we're trying to live the two greatest commandments and call ourselves a Christian nation, or in other words, just be good people, right? Treat the golden rule. You don't really have to be a Christian to believe the golden rule is a good thing. You can be a good person too, which is why our society has functioned with people that aren't even Christians for a very long time. And that's why there's a lot of secular people who love the constitution and believe in these principles, but don't fully realize how Christian they kind of are. Um, and actually are, you know, how, who established them, which was Christ. So with that, um, <clears throat> let's see, where was I? What I have said unto you must needs be that all men may be left without an excuse. So we have a responsibility to go and teach this. We have a responsibility to say these things and to defend the constitution, um, so that men may not be left uh, with an excuse. And so uh, that wise men and rulers may hear and know that which they have never considered. So I don't think that these people um, in 94 are necessarily, you know, they're just not considering these things. I think, you know, most of the time when we see quote unquote evil or whatever you want to call it, it's done with good intentions. Most of the bad policies that destroy our lives in a lot of ways or destroy our livelihood or take away, you know, our, our freedom, most of those things are done with, you know, some sort of intent to be really helpful, actually. Um, and so, you know, we need to depend on what is tried and true, which is the Constitution. So um, let's see here. What else from 101? There was a couple more verses in here I wanted to make sure I added in. So 97 is extremely important. And so here's here's the last the last piece from DNC 101. Let not that which I have appointed be polluted by mine enemies by the consent of those who call themselves after my name. It's a strong warning that we should all listen to. For this is a very sore and grievous sin against me and against my people in consequence of those things which I have decreed and which are soon to befall the nations. Therefore, it is my will that my people should claim and hold claim upon that which I have appointed unto them, though they should not be appointed to dwell there, uh, dwell thereon. Nevertheless, I do not say they shall not dwell thereon for inasmuch as they bring forth fruit and works meet for my kingdom they shall dwell thereon they shall build and another shall not inherit they shall plant vineyards and they shall eat the fruit thereof even so amen that last one dnc 101 verse 101 uh that's that's what he wants he wants us to he tells us that if we do these things and we we bring forth fruit to be a part of his kingdom with our behavior and our actions, then uh, it says that we shall be able to build and no one else shall inherit. And it says they shall plant vineyards, we shall plant vineyards, and we shall eat the fruit of it. Uh, meaning we will not be in bondage. We will get the fruit of our labor and we will have equity over the land. 
So that's DNC 101. I'd say that that's, that's pretty important. And yeah, I would say that God, um, if you're asking me, uh, I'm going to actually put the second scripture just for the sake of time. I'm looking at this and I want to keep this video under 20 minutes. So I'll put the second scripture in a second video. Um, it's going to be a video on Ether 8 that talks about how to uh, also, you know, who is challenging uh, the Constitution and, and some, more, uh, some more of how God sees the Constitution uh, in that scripture there. So anyways, I uh, hope this was helpful and let me know what you think. Comment, subscribe, um, you know, add, add this to uh, your Facebook or whatever it is, share with your friends, try to get the word out. Again, not trying to sound like a uh, broken record here or some sort of charity case, but it has become increasingly difficult to market uh, when Google and Facebook and social media are not allowing uh, any sort of ad that promotes the Constitution when our my product is Club Constitution, which is a subscription service to help teach these things. So if you like it, please share it with your friends um, and, you know, get the word out there. So appreciate it and, and God bless. Mm -hmm.